0: Just when you thought it was safe to go on to iTunes, this is Next Level Guy. The only website that makes self-development as fun as going to the movies. It's time to take the red pill and escape the Matrix.
1: Today's guest is lifestyle coach Brent Smith. We discuss how consistency and gratitude can improve your life, Brent's take on dating apps, his evolution into the money is today, and how simply changing your story can change your life and allow you to hit that next level in your life. Today's podcast is sponsored by MyProtein and Onit.com For 10% off any supplement and fitness equipment on either site, just log on to nextlevelguy.com, click the affiliate product sidebar, and do your shopping. And when you've selected the items you want to buy, go through the checkout and add Next Level Guy, that's Next Level Guy, all in one word, and you'll get 10% off all items purchased. Thank you. Okay, Brett, thank you very much for joining me. Um, You're... Known on Google as a pickup artist and lifestyle coach,
0: um, is that how would you define yourself? Really? I'm known or... as a pickup artist slash lifestyle coach? <laughs> that's the first, yeah. uh, that's the first time hearing about in... this. Wow. Um, well, no, I'm not I a, a, a pickup artist. I surprised, to be honest. <laughs> no, I'm not a pickup artist. I never have been. Um, you know, I guess that, you know, we were, uh, I, I came up around, um, well, you know, we were around, obviously, before that, and then um, really started getting popular, uh, as that community was coming up, I'm nothing wrong with it. I just, you know, um, <laughs> I was kind of always on the edges of that with a more natural approach to everything. So, um, basically I call myself, you know, like a life, um, and lifestyle, uh, person, you know, expert, if you will. And that includes dating and relationships and, and everything that that includes. But, uh, don't call myself a pickup artist
1: (laughs) yeah because that really surprised me i mean a lot of your like one of the reasons i got into your stuff was because it was just it was all about fixing yourself you know you weren't at fault you weren't at problems it was just about making yourself believe you're a prize attract and the women will be attracted to that i just found the whole pickup thing kind of creepy in a way you know it's that fakeness the you putting a mask on yourself rather than being who you are you know
0: yeah, well, you know, most I'll tell you, most men do not have um, good role models. So I can understand exactly, you know, where they're coming from and why they would be attracted to, you know, certain messages about being successful with women and, and, and ways to get there. So that's what we're lacking is male role models and masculinity and men who are true leaders. And unfortunately, what happens with a lot of teaching is – uh, men are taught to lead in a way that's very un- unempowering to them. <clears throat> Excuse me, and empowering to a woman in a way that she doesn't want to be empowered. So it's a leading by manipulation or being, you know, overly direct. And there's a there's a way to lead as a man uh, to where you can lead high quality women into being attracted to you. Um, but it starts with you having a better view of yourself and a better relationship with yourself, and that's why a lot of the stuff that that I teach goes into, uh, you know, the inner work or has to do with the inner work. That the inner work is the basis um, from which everything happens. It's definitely an inside-out process, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, because um, I mean that's something that I always felt was. There was nothing wrong with me, how I looked, you know, going to the gym and all that kind of stuff. But it was all how I felt inside, you know. And it was always about, or oh, this routine or this way of speaking, you know, when you went on these sort of forums. It was never about how to become more confident, how to believe in yourself, anything like that. And it was such a different um, – I remember you used to do was it, uh, question and answer sessions on a Sunday night with uh, – is it BMO?
0: Um, I can't remember, uh, was, uh, used to be. No, it was called it was called Vocal and uh, vocal, vocal was uh, having some issues, so I stopped using them. But yeah, he used to.
1: Because I, mean, I really enjoyed those, and it was I think you were the sort of first person that I really kind of saw promoting that, you know, sort of fixing yourself and you know people like all these guys who were all in the same kind of boat as me asking the questions, and you just had this kind of natural charm about it, you know, <laughs> it kind of attracted me. Something that I remember stuck me for years, still does every day, is the concept of changing your story. Um, Mm -hmm. And when you first said that, I was sort of depressed and sort of hung up, and it was that moment about just change your story. You know, it doesn't matter what it is, you can change your story. Can you tell me, like, the the ideas behind that and how somebody can apply that?
0: Well, everyone has a story. You have a story. The story is the story you would tell me if I said, uh, what's your life all about? What's going on with you right now? And then a person would proceed to tell me everything that's going on. Well, this is happening in this part of my life, and this is happening in my other part of my life. And generally, your story is the thing that uh, is most important, but people overlook. So your story is running your life. So if you tell me, you know, this is my story with women – Um, And it's that I, you know, I don't do very well with them or I go out and I'm very anxious and I'm afraid to approach. And when I do, most of the time I get rejected and I'm inexperienced and so on. Then that is going to be the way you're going to live your life. So what I usually start with is helping you change your story because creating a new life starts with creating a new story about your life. And uh, so that's really the basis, and it really just takes, you know, I have an exercise that I usually have everyone do, and that's write out your current story. So what's going on in your life with all the problems, the issues, your biggest challenges, just write it all out. And then the second part of the exercise is to go back through and rewrite the story but rewrite it as if you've solved all of those issues and problems and challenges so that you have the life. And then, you know, add some stuff that you want to have happen in your life a- as if you already have it. That's a, a key thing right there. So you have to write it in the present tense. And that oh, right there, that. Yeah. So that, sorry, that so basic, it's like you
1: successfully achieved You Yeah.
0: Right. So in your mind, the first step in creating it is telling yourself that you already have it. And I know that for some guys, that's kind of a leap of faith. But you take leaps of faith all the time, and and don't worry about it. So this would be no different. That is the that new story is the very basis for you living the life that you want. So we start with that always.
1: It, it makes so much sense. It's just I remember when I first heard it, it was that moment of what. Well, just forget about this supposed pain, forget about the girl and when you said it, it was like a breath of fresh air, you know, it was like just, that's not your story anymore change it, and it was just it was so sort of dynamic that kind of way of thinking, because I was very sort of caught up in emotions at the time I mean, when a client comes to you, do you have a sort of standard set of protocols that you do for the client, is there like rules that you set them
0: yeah, I mean, there's there, there's certain questions that I ask every client, uh, and, and first first of all, I want to know what their biggest challenges are, and that's really kind of the the kind of the tip of their story, right? So then I ask them to write, tell me exactly what's going on in their life, their current story, because I want to know where they're at, and um, and then I say, what do you want? Where do you want to go? Because if you don't know where you're going, it's very hard to get there. If you don't have a goal, or at least somewhere you think you want to go. And then we start with that. And then I custom tailor a program to fit each client's goals. Uh, And a lot of people do have the same issues and problems and challenges. Uh, So it's just a matter of finding out where they're at, finding out what they want, and then figuring out what the roadblocks are to getting there, and then helping the clients remove those roadblocks and talk through all the different things that need to be talked through to do that. And uh, and then I usually give them things to do in between our calls, or if I'm live coaching someone, then I'm just pointing out stuff to them that I see and then showing them how I do it. And then, you know, hopefully that uh, is something that helps them. So, you know, a lot of guys have the same issues and they think they have, you know, they're the only one with the issue. Uh, but a lot of guys have low self esteem, right? Approach anxiety or anxiety period. They're shy, and have always been shy. Um, they are very attached to getting um, getting girls' phone numbers and getting laid and getting sex. They are worried about their inexperience with women. Um, they have, you know, issues with being attached to the problems they have and playing the victim. And it goes on and on and on. But it, these are normal human issues. So it's not just guys. It's just normal human things. Uh, that that we have because we are so um, Brainwashed by society and we're socially programmed to have all these issues
1: No, it's, that's a very good answer um, I mean that was something that my mother taught me when I was younger was you, If you've got a problem Google it you think you're the only person that's had that problem there's <laughs> probably thousands sitting with that exact same fault and um, and that was one of the ways I found um, some of your YouTube videos and some of, like, your material. Um, granted, it was more the sort of during the pick-up phase of my life, which didn't go very well, shall we say. Um, <laughs> so can you tell me a little bit about yourself? I mean, what got you into this field? I mean, for, I've only ever known you as the sort of self-improvement lifestyle sort of coach who drank champagne. You know, was there a defining point that got you into this kind of work? Um, what did you want to be as a kid? and um, how has your life sort of changed since you have got into this?
0: Okay, well, as, as far back as I can remember, I was a very curious child. And the thing that I was most curious about was uh, interactions between people. And I don't have any idea why, specifically interactions between men and women. <laughs> I was obsessed with it as a kid. I don't have any idea why. I just found it fascinating, and I found it fascinating that, that, you know, I had these thoughts about, you know, people do certain things that don't work, so why would they keep doing them? And that was kind of the basis of that. But of course, it wasn't until much later in my life that I started really, um, really filtering those thoughts and breaking them down and, and getting even more curious, of course. So, so it was always like that as a kid. And then, as I uh, as I grew up, uh, I did the same things that every person does. I went through the same, uh, had the same issues that every guy has out there when it comes to uh, women. Uh, so I did everything the traditional way. Uh, I made all the same mistakes that every guy makes, and uh, and I be- and I was obsessed with being really the best at the traditional way. So, and this is. Prior to me really getting, I mean, I got into self-improvement, but I had put self-improvement in in that category, uh, as a category, kind of on the back burner. And I just, I I studied it, I looked into it, and then I kind of just put it on the back burner and focused solely on dating and talking to women. And I became very good at it. I became like really successful at it. But then I became so successful at it only because of the sheer volume of women I talked to and so on. Um, that I became exhausted with the process. Even though I was pretty successful, it was a lot of work to keep it going. And I just had this crazy thought that, you know, I would love to have this kind of success, but I don't want to do all this work, and I wonder if that's possible. So I had this theory, this crazy theory, about reverse engineering the entire meeting women thing. For instance, the first thing that I thought of was, you know, I'm tired of collecting phone numbers, which I became really good at. I don't want any more phone numbers and I don't want to make any more phone calls because it's taking up all my time. Okay, so I decided that I was really, really tired of getting, uh, I was really tired of doing all the work and getting all the phone numbers uh, for what I thought was kind of a small return, even though I was pretty successful at it. So I had this crazy idea that I was going to reverse engineer, uh, the meeting women thing. And the first thing I started uh, with was, uh, the number thing. So I decided I was going to give out my number to women instead. And even if I had the same, um, return that I did on getting numbers, it would be less work for me. So I did it first few times, it didn't work very well, but that's okay, because that's how it works with everything. And then it started working. And then I thought, wow, I'm on to something here. Maybe I'm on to something here. And I started to apply that reverse engineering to every other part of Meeting Women. And then uh, my friends started doing it as well, and we had massive success with it. And then uh, I ran into David D'Angelo prior to him writing Double Your Dating, and he said, wow, this is amazing. I'm going to go do some more research and write a book about dating, uh, which obviously he did. And then he said, Hey, I want you to come speak at my seminars and I'll be on some of my programs. And that's really how I launched, uh, the business. And then, so that's how I did it. And then after that, you know, I started talking to people, uh, to guys about, uh, other parts of their life, right? So not just dating, but because what I talk about applies to every other part of their life, they, organically started asking me questions about personal relationships, relationships with family, their business, sales, being an entrepreneur, and so on and so on. Uh, and then because I have this really fun high-end lifestyle, a lot of them started asking me, can I come along with you on your in your lifestyle and I'm willing to pay you <laughs> to teach me all that stuff. So that's how I got into this lifestyle curation service that I have for high achievers and successful entrepreneurs who are already financially successful, where we uh, go to these great events all over the world. Um, I advise them in social skills, networking, social networking, social media, uh, wardrobe, uh, and pretty much anything else you can think about in lifestyle. We either, uh, we assist them. Uh, in uh, giving them uh, specific advice, and we manage it for them as well. So that's kind of wh- how I got to where I'm at, and uh, I'm excited to be where I'm at.
1: When you were younger, who did you look up to? Were there were there certain film characters, TV characters that inspired you, or you know, because you mentioned about the lack of role models um, for modern day men, is there was there somebody that sort of shaped you when you were younger?
0: Uh, my biggest uh, the people who made the biggest impression on me were my parents. Uh, I was very fortunate to have parents who were social and who knew what they were doing, and so on. So they were, of course, great role models for me. And then, of course, uh, all the normal role models: James Bond, you know, Steve McQueen, uh, you know, all these, you know, guys who were, you know, kind of badass and and super masculine and leaders, and so on. Uh, in, in movies and stuff. And then, you know, and then it was just me meeting, I tell y'all, i meeting regular guys throughout my life who were doing extraordinary things with their lives, right? No one that you would know, just guys that I would meet and they would have one thing that they did really well in one part of their life. And I would then assimilate that into my life. So I was always on the look at being a curious person for those types of things that were intriguing to me. And then I tried to figure out how they were doing, what they were doing, and I sort of, I modeled them is what it was. I modeled specific behavior that I saw in them. And then I, like I said, I assimilated it into my own life. So I'm, you know, I'm kind of a culmination of all those pieces of information and all those uh, impressions and, and so on. So I do want to say that this is all learnable. All right. You may have some natural ability, of course. Uh but it is all learnable because who you are, who most people are, or I think honestly, I think who everybody is underneath all of the crap that society has uh, has dumped on top of you, everyone is natural. Everyone is naturally social and cool and charismatic. It's you get brainwashed and socially programmed to be the opposite. So it's really just peeling back these layers so that you, so that the true man can be revealed. So uh, to me, that's why it's all learn. It's it's all you you have to learn to be it again. Kind of learn that you already are this guy. You just don't realize it. And so it's just you know once you get some coaching and so on, um, you can work through it and, and be this guy um, consistently.
1: Yeah, um, well, I mean, because when I first moved down to the city, I mean just now. I almost seem to forget how to be social. You know, I was doing, I was being social at work, I was being sociable with friends, but I seem to forget about social relationships with women. And it took me ages to remind myself that all interactions, no matter family relationships, people you meet, it's all about relationships. You know, it's no, it's that kind of. I was putting so much emphasis on meeting women that I seem to completely forget. And once I went back to cut kind out of the routines, just went back to be myself, I had far more success. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, do you think it's the like the introduction of things like Tinder, Match, Plenty of Fish, etc. has that sort of ruined dating? You know, has it made people hide behind keyboards and sort of forget who, who they truly are?
0: Well, I mean, look, there's there's probably... A debate on both sides of that. Uh, I just think that, you know, those apps are, um, you know, meant to make dating more efficient for most people who are super busy. Everybody has a, you know, a shorter attention span these days. And I, I don't think it, I think what most people use it for is to get together. So I think it is a, it is a, a mechanism to help people get together in person. So I wouldn't say you're hiding. I, I would say it's an efficiency issue, right? So I think that's what it is. It's in a communication platform where people can try to get together. And that's the whole point of it is to get together. And people don't just swipe and then do nothing mostly. They try to get together and do something. So, um, no, I just think it's a sign of the times. And I think it's gonna be, there's going to be even more of that and more efficient ways to meet people, uh, in a, whether you're already social or whether you're, you know, not as social because maybe you're busy in the rest of your parts of your life and, and so this just becomes a thing that is supposed to save time and hopefully if you use these platforms properly, it is a time saver. I think that's my problem.
1: I'm not using them very well, shall we say?
0: Well, because no, you know on the other right, on the other side of that could be a big time waster. Right? So if you if you if you're making all these individual dates, uh Instead of going out in the world and being social and meeting several people in an evening, you know that would be more efficient to me. But but I have time to go out there and be social. Um, you know, if you're making all these one-on-one dates, it can take a long time. I mean, forever. You know, to meet all these you know girls that you want to meet or whatever. So uh, for me, I think it's it's good to be. It's okay to be part of your mix. I think you should do both. I think you should be out socializing in the world. You should be talking to people during your normal day. And then, yes, if you want to use something like Tinder or whatever, uh, one of the popular ones, then use it in in addition to what you've already got going.
1: So say, for instance, somebody's listening, they're brand new to a city, they've got no social life, no circle of friends. Um, I mean, what would you suggest to them? Like, how would they get into this kind of thinking, you know, how how could they develop their life into a way of going out, meeting people, attracting women, being confident in themselves?
0: Okay, so first of all, there's two parts to this. Number one is that you would create a story around that, that states that you already do that. I'm super social. I go out three nights a week. I meet beautiful women who are exactly my type, and then this is what happens and we go do this and that and the other thing and you just tell the story about that lifestyle right now. I have plenty of experience, I go out, I'm courageous, I'm fearless, I approach uh, women and I talk to them and they're happy to talk to me and then, you know, we, you know I offer my number to them, they take it and they ask me if I want to go someplace and have sex with them or whatever your deal is. You create that story, okay? So that's the number one thing. And then the second part is actually taking action and going and doing it. So you do have to get up off your couch and you have to go out. Uh, now, if you do not have a social life at all or don't know the first thing about doing that, then there are a couple things you're going to have to do. First of all, you have to find out where to go. You can do that on your computer. You can type into Google, you know, um, you know, bars in and then you just put your city in. Or, uh, hot clubs in, or, you know, or hotel bars, in, or whatever, pubs, whatever it is that you're into, type it in and put your, followed by your city. And you will come back with all kinds of different options that you can click on the websites. You can go and see if there are pictures and, and so on. Um, so that's one way to do it. You could also go to one place that you know is very popular and you could talk to the people who work there. Bartenders, uh, a waiter, a waitress, and, and say, what what else is good around here for socializing and where do people go and where is it really busy? And they will generally give you all that information. So there are always ways to find out what's going on and, but you'll have to speak up to do that, or you'll have to do your research to do that. And then you have to go. And if it's, if you're in a situation where you don't have any friends, you're going to have to go out and start meeting some, you're just going to have to do it. You have to man up. And you have to get off your couch and go out because no one's going to do it for you. You have to take control of your life and you have to go out there and you have to, you know, turn to some guy at the bar and say, how's everything or whatever it is in your local language, right? And just strike up a conversation. And if you do that, you'll start meeting new male friends as well. Uh, and then you can also go out alone. And so that's how you start. You just go out and you, but you have to start talking to people. You can't sit around either. You have to open your mouth and you have to say very simple things like, how's everything? Happy Friday. How's your day going? How's your night going? What's up for this weekend? You know, simple stuff. It's not rocket science, but that's how you would begin to do that. So you have a very strong story that you keep telling yourself instead of the story that you're telling yourself now, which is that I'm not social. I don't know where to go. And I have no friends and no confidence and I'm shy and scared to talk to women. Just write the opposite story and then go out and start doing it. And you'll learn from your failure. You have to practice. You have to get out there in the world and do it.
1: I love the answer. It's something that I had to do when I moved to, down to my city, well, to Glasgow, um, it took me a long time to just get back into it, just going and being the guy by myself, striking up random conversations, you know, not, right. just, not just spending the time on the sites, you know. Um, and it's certainly doable, but it's that initial kind of, I think it's like the fear of rejection, you know, that if it's a girl, sure. if it's a guy, that people are going to be mm-hmm. bored, they're not going to be interested in what you've got to say. And then you find that most people are in the exact same situation. They want to speak. They want to, you know, be socially accepted and spend time and meet interesting and happy people. And, you know, that was something um, I used, that change in story idea of, no, why wouldn't people be interested in me? You know, they're going to be interested in what I've got. They're going to be welcome to me. And that's how I made friends down here. I Instead of looking internally, I thought, well, what could I offer to them? What benefits to their life? Um, I mean, do you use things like, do you suggest people do gratitude journals, um, meditation, things like that? Is there sure. stuff that somebody, say, if somebody's really struggling with that concept of just going and doing it, how, you know, is yeah, there something I, think, you could...
0: I think what you need, you know, I, I always tell people to do the same thing. You know, every morning when you wake up, you should be excited to get out of bed. And you should literally like, you know, tell yourself, you know, as soon as you wake up, today's going to be another awesome day as usual. I have so much energy today. I'm already so productive today. My life is awesome. And I, I suggest that you leap up out of bed and then you go over your grateful list, what you're grateful for. And it can be very simple and things you usually take for granted. So whatever it is for you, that's what you need to do. So let's say that, you know, you have a roof over your head. So I'm so grateful to have this apartment or have a roof over my head. I have some place to live. I'm so grateful that I have food in the refrigerator. I'm so grateful that I woke up today. I'm alive. Another opportunity. Uh, I have great friends, great family. I'm not saying that you do. I'm just saying whatever it is for you, you need to kind of build that arsenal against negativity immediately upon waking. So you go over your grateful list and then you go right into your story. Every time I walk out of my house, this is what happens to me, this is what I do, this is what I have, and you just keep going. And that should only take a few minutes, and that is at least the, and in there, you can tell yourself I'm super social, super confident. Every time I approach women, they're excited to see me. Every time I approach new, strange people or strangers, they love talking to me and they tell me all about themselves, and so on and so on and so on. Whatever it is that you want to have happen, you just put there. And then if you do that, as soon as you wake up, And you do that right before you go to sleep every night. And then you also have it kind of in your head throughout the day. If you uh, come upon some negativity or doubt about your life or you just start thinking about your life, you want to kind of say, actually, my life is like this. And you want to repeat that to yourself so that you're constantly positive. And so negativity doesn't have a chance to get in. Doubt doesn't have a chance to get in. And this is how you start to turn everything around for yourself. Because you know what? No one else is going to believe that you're social until you believe that you're social. And the way they're going to believe that is if you have this strong mindset and you're actually out doing it. You're actually, you've are actually you actually put yourself out there and you've walked into the place and you've said hello to someone. Or you've done that on the street somewhere or during your normal day. That's when people are going to see that evidence. And you know, you were right. Everybody's going through the same stuff. So everybody has social anxiety. Everybody has big problems. You're not the only one. You're just one of many. You are the same as everybody else, yes. except that if you have a strong story, then people should be looking to you to feel comfortable. You shouldn't be looking to them to feel comfortable. You actually have all the answers, right? So, so there's, no, there's, no, there's no fear of rejection when you're not trying to get anything. And if you go out and you're just kind of being this next level guy and you are helping people and inspiring them, there's, there's no fear of rejection because there is no rejection. People are actually worried if you're going to reject them. Okay. Not that that's what you should be going for. I'm just saying that if words be anything, it would be that. So if you go out and you are giving instead of getting, then the whole thing will change for you. Um, And I'll just say this, that for for the guys who are really struggling with anxiety and shyness, all of your anxiety and shyness and fear of embarrassment is caused by you wanting to get something, period. That's where it's all from. So when you give up wanting to get something, all of it will dissolve and you will no longer have that problem anymore. Anxiety will be a thing of the past. Right? Because you want to, you want to get comfortable. You want to get acknowledgement. You want to get popular. You want to get a phone number. You want to get friends. You want to get a date. You want to get laid. You want to get a girlfriend. You want to get married and it goes, you want to get money. And it goes on and on and on and on. So when you stop wanting to get and you focus on giving, here's the ironic thing. And, you know, um, I haven't gone into techniques and stuff, but my point is, is that if you just kind of follow me here, is that if you will, if you will make that switch in your life, then you will ironically get a lot more than you were originally obsessed about getting and it will be given to you effortlessly. People will just hand it to you. Women will hand you sex, uh people will hand you money, people will want to do business with you. Uh guys will want to be friends with you. It's like a really, really powerful. So, you know, that's that's the the quick answer. And if you want to just get rid of your anxiety like right now, you could do that. It doesn't take two years 12 sessions, you could do it right now. You just make the choice. You, you choose everything in the moment. That's what you have to remember. That You make the choice what to do in every moment, how to react to everything you react to, in what way you're going to do it, you choose it. No one's holding a gun to your head. You are the only one doing that. So you can choose to let all of that go and be this next level guy in any moment that you want. That's one of
1: the best answers I've ever heard. Um that's something I find is that, that in modern day society it's always about what people can get from you you know they're friends with you because that you may be boy their confidence they're friends with you because they can access certain things by being friends with you Um something that really helped me become more social was just treating everybody the exact same you know asking about their day how things going and it's mm. one of the few times I feel completely natural and it's it's exactly what you're saying it's a choice you know it's it's how you approach people how you know if you're open to the world rather than what you get in and you know don't be a sort sucker in it's what you can provide to the world um i mean every like every time I see you you've created some new content um where where are you going with this what's your sort of you know your sort of mission your plan have you got something in mind uh-huh. that you want to
0: I do have some things in mind that I'm not going to talk about right now, but I will tell you this. I am constantly testing and innovating and experimenting. Non-stop. Even behind the scenes, there's stuff that you do not see that I'm testing and experimenting with. As far as content goes, uh, you know, me and my team were kind of way ahead of content creation with you know even within the last five years. You know, I'd already done over a thousand videos on YouTube. I had live streams, podcasts, I mean on and on and on, audio programs, just like so many, that we decided to take a step back and the conversation process and what content we are creating and the the direction of the content. So all I can tell you right now is that we are innovating and experimenting. Uh, there will be, I think, really good things that come from it. And uh, I'm excited to do that. So I would just say stay tuned on all the different things. If you want to look me up on Facebook, uh, you know, possibly YouTube, although there's not a lot on YouTube right now on purpose. Uh, you know, if you're in, in one of my groups or whatever, just, you know, keep an eye out for it and you will see it soon. Uh, and you'll see the direction that we're going. Uh, but it is all about um, content strategy and content distribution.
1: No, I'm, I'm, very, I'm really looking forward to that now. It's That's a bit of a tease and a half, shall we say. Um, <laughs> say. Say somebody's late to the party. They've just discovered you through this podcast. Is there something that you're most proud of just now? You know, What would you send them to as like a starter or a, you know here's like a roll call of your best moments.
0: Uh you know what I would say I would say the best place to start with me is go to attracthotterwomen.com. That's my main dating website. It's really just a sales video for my ebook and then there are some other things that uh, are free within there some videos and and there are some other things that you can buy as well. That's a great start just to kind of understand where I'm coming from. That's kind of a formality from those people. They start there. And then if you want to uh, you know, talk to me about, I have a very uh, popular uh, phone coaching and Skype coaching program. You can always email and ask me questions about that. Uh, I have a tremendous live in-field coaching program, both one-on-one and group. And then I have these really super high-end experiences that I offer for my, uh, you know, my entrepreneurial high achieving clients where we go kind of all over the world and we go to these crazy fun high end events. And there's a lot of coaching that goes in there as well on a very high level. So, but that I would go to attractotterwomen.com and, uh, and start there. And then, uh, you know, from now, from, from time to time, type my name into Google and you'll see what I got going on. <laughs> you'll see what I've done lately, uh, all the new stuff.
1: And, I mean, is there – do you have um, spaces available for your coaching program just now? You know, is, is there costs that you can talk about? Is there any kind of more information? Or is it just go to do, the website?
0: You know what? I, the best thing to do is if you want to talk to me directly about that is um, uh, you can email uh, either uh, brent at brentsmithlifestyle.com. Or I suppose you could uh, email coaching at brentsmithlifestyle.com. dot com, and then you can ask me about that stuff, and then I can speak to uh, you personally about what might be best for you, depending on where you're at. So it just depends. A lot of people start out with the phone and Skype coaching because they can do it from anywhere in the world; they don't have to travel anywhere, and we can really get to work on uh, on 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 really you know, helping you have what it is that you want to have in your life, whether it comes to women or money or, or whatever. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll customize something for you. So, sounds like a great deal.
1: Um, I mean, one of the, the questions I love to ask people is, imagine you've got all of mankind right in front of you just now. What would you say to them? You know, is there something that bugs you is there an idea that you have that you feel that you should share that you know that if you shared with mankind it would help yeah i know it's a bit grandiose
0: but yeah yeah yeah. no i get it i get it um you weren't born to fit in you were born to stand out number one do not look to others for a direction forward to what the, the, I'm sorry, not others, but to what everyone else is doing because generally everyone else is doing something that doesn't work. You want to find people who are doing stuff that's innovative and that's actually working. So you want to realize that you've been programmed and brainwashed by society to be powerless. And so that you have to take responsibility for rising above that and taking control of your own life. Your happiness and fulfillment is an inside job. You are the source of it. It does not come from any outside things or person. You are responsible for your own happiness. And pretty much anything is possible for you if you believe it. So it's based on your belief, and your beliefs can be changed. <laughs> they can be. You can talk yourself into anything, so why not talk yourself into having this next level life? Okay. So there's much more, but that's probably enough to swallow for now.
1: Uh, this is why I find it really hard to sort of have follow-up questions because I'm that enjoying listening to your answer. I forget that I'm interviewing
0: you. <laughs> that's funny. Is there? That's funny. Is there, is there something else? I will tell you. you I will you tell you something else. Okay. Here's yeah. Here's another thing I will add here. Okay. I know a lot of very smart people that don't do anything with their lives and they know everything there is to know, but they never do anything because they don't take action. So here's here's another great piece of advice I can give everyone is as soon as the moment you have an insight about something, an aha moment about something, somewhere where some place where you were like, oh my gosh, that's the greatest idea ever. Take action on it immediately, immediately. Because if you don't, and you say, well, someday I'll take action on it, or I intend to take action, or you write it down on a piece of paper, someday becomes never. And then you wonder why you're still stuck where you are. It's because you didn't take action. So you have to, when you have an insight, take action immediately. And if that means that you have to be comfortable taking risks, guess what? Your entire life is a risk. Getting up in the morning is a risk. Crossing the street is a risk. Getting in your car and driving to work is a risk. But you still do that. Take risks. Your success will be measured by the the size of the risks that you are willing to take. Okay? And so most people won't do that. So the other kind of add-on secret there and the defining factor in being successful rather than average is doing things that other that most people won't do, and doing things that most people won't do consistently. And then you will wake up and be successful. It's sort of that simple. And so those are some other things that uh, I could impart to you that will have, if you take them in and accept them, will have a profound effect on your life, as they have had on mine.
1: Yeah, I, I love the consistency part. That's something that I, I struggled with for a long time. You know, once you start doing something regularly, it just becomes part of you. You don't need to... Well, it becomes a habit.
0: I mean, that look well, that can lead me into talking really quickly about habits because, I you know, I think that's another thing I could add to this. Everything in your life is a habit, right? All your bad habits are habits, right? So if you have habits, you already know how to create them. So basically, it's just replacing Habits that aren't serving you and others with habits, new ones, that are and will. It's pretty simple, okay? So everything you do for enough time will become automatic. That's the good news, right? So it's not about constantly fighting this uphill battle or trying or becoming or any of this crap. It's just committing to the process of creating a new habit and, and, and exhibiting and practicing a new behavior for a certain amount of time So that it becomes a habit because then it becomes automatic and you don't need to think about it anymore. You just automatically do it. And then if you want, you can take it to another level and create even a better habit. And the process continues to go on and on and on. And there you go. All of a sudden, you're like five levels ahead of where you were, you know, just uh, a short time before.
1: Well, I'm hoping to be there shortly. (laughs) And you're definitely a lot of levels ahead of everybody else. You know, it's uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to have time to speak to you. I know we said it about 45 minutes. Is there any sort of final words? Any any events that you'd like to talk about? Any you know products, websites, um. Is there any I think I've, already, I've already
0: mentioned I've already mentioned that the ones I mean I'm, I'm speaking at different places now and then just kind of you know but uh, you can you can stay up on that if you you know like I said go to attract if you want to find out about my higher end lifestyle curation you can go to dot lifestyle.com and uh, you can find me on Facebook you can probably find me. On YouTube and just start doing a little bit of research there and you'll get into my world and uh, and then you know if you sign up for the uh, the uh, you know the newsletter on uh, attract hotter you'll you'll uh, be clued into what I'm up to usually and uh, and there you have it and that's you know pretty much it make sure you take insights on I mean sorry the insights make sure you take action on any insights that you've had by listening to this uh, audio today that's it for another week thanks for listening absorb it practice it use it until next time keep trying to hit that next level in your life